up with your boy Leo Faden. Welcome to the Straight Faded Podcast. Tonight I got a special guest. Um, I think he like one fourth of the Spanish flight, right? Yeah, Spanish I got flight. It's a How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How you doing, brother? Good, good. You know, I'm actually excited to interview you. Oh, thank you, man. Well, thank you for I, having me, bro. I'm excited I've heard a lot here. about you from Johnny D. Yeah. And I went through, like, always went through your catalog, went through your work. All the old school shit. And, yeah, you have a lot of good product. You have a lot... A lot of things, especially. I'm also proud because you're independent, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah you're the one that started One Ten South. And all yeah, that. I started One Ten South Music, man. How did yeah. that come about? Like, how, how, well, how the struggle starting the label to like so independent? Man, well, you know, you can go way back. You know, if I talk about like when we did this album, you know, we were already doing music in the late '80s, right? Me, Trix, and the homie Esther Rich Rock, and then my homeboy um, Ruben Toker, he's in there. Um, back then, bro, it was, even before, you know, it was it was a struggle because it was like the beginning of, you know, we never called it Chicano rap, but they put the label. Yeah, yeah. But we were the beginning of like we were part of the movement, right? Of the first Chicanos of rap to do music. So back then, <clears throat> you know, we used to try to get on record labels. You know, me and my homeboy Tricks, we'd send our demo. We used to make a demo with the four track and turntables and the records. And we used to send them to labels, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what labels. It was Columbia. Just the, whatever major labels were out. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, at that time, I think certain groups were signed. Like, I think they had Frost on a major label. Certain groups. Maybe Lighter Shade of Brown. But we were independent. No one, we, we you know, we didn't get signed. So that's when uh, Familia Records came about. Who? Which was a teacher of mine at Carson High. Oh, they already got their own independent yeah, label? Yeah, he had, uh, what happened was... We already made an album like in close to 90, 1990, but we made it on a tape, cassette yeah. back then, you know? So we made this whole demo. The whole album, that album there was on a four track, that one. Yeah, yeah. So we made it and we, 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 we passed it around, the tape in, at Carson High School. Oh, we went cool. to Carson High. And it got around, bro, buzz. We didn't, back then, you didn't have Instagram, nada, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it got around, bro, and uh, all the homies from the Harbor area, you know, around the neighborhoods, from Carson area to Wilmington, it started spreading, you know? And we were already DJs, Frank and I. So they um, were doing high school years? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, middle school we started. Yeah. But in high school was when that album, when we did 18 with a Bullet, and that album started circulating in the neighborhood. The way you think um, it was about that track that got the buzz going. Got the buzz going, 18 with a Bullet. That was, the um, that was a single. But back then it was a tape. And Murray, his name was Murray Brumfield. He was the owner of Familia Records at the time. Mm-hmm. So we used to go to his classroom, like all the kids that w- love music, because he's always tocaba musica. He'd always play music in the class, history class during the during lunchtime. So we'd all go in there, bro, because we like music. Hey, Murray, we talked to him. He's a, he's a cool guy, and uh, we took our demo tape. Like a lot of rappers, hey, play my stuff, you know, yeah, play yeah. my shit. And then he played it, and he was impressed, bro. Like he went once he heard it, he he took us to the studio. I can't remember if it was a week after or two weeks, but he's like, man, you know, we went to Paramount Recording Studios in Hollywood. I remember. We went, and that's where we got that. When we did the, you know, we did the same, you know, from the four-track tape, but now we got it done professionally. And, uh, yeah, and that's how it kind of started. He, you know, he had his own little label, and it was called Kingswood Records. But since we were Chicano, he made a label called Familia. So from there, it's kind of how it started. But, you know, like you say, I started my label after when, you know, you just go through things and you, you want to be in more in control yeah. of, like, what you want to put out. Yeah, and that's how it started. I said, you know, I want to make my own thing. 
And, uh, but yeah. Well, how do you, how do you get into the music or what got you into like, actually like your first step, like to try it out? The rap? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, the rap, um, yeah, we, you know, I come from a family with musica, just musical background, right? My, mis hermanos, my brothers, they're, they're musicians, musicos. They used to be in the, like the Mexican groups como Los Bukis. Oh, yeah. They tocaba bajo, my brother. So I come from a family of a lot of musicos, right? you know, a lot of musicians. So I always had music. Yeah, yeah. I used to even sing like Juan Gravier and all that. <laughs> so that's part of that. And then, you know, what was it? Like NWA. E East Coast rap for us was a big influence. My friend Trix, he was the DJ. So I got into DJing. We got into DJing and DJ parties. And at that time... Like the East Coast KRS One, I don't know if you heard from Public yeah. Enemy, all these rappers from the East Coast, we were into that hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what a lot of people, I, and, and they need to know that, like Spanish Fly was not just, you know, orale ese. That it developed. Yeah, yeah. We came from hip hop, and then you know you had the West Coast, Easy E, N.W.A. That was a big influence to us too, and so when that happened, you know, Rich Rock and myself and Frank, we just wanted to like. The voice from the Chicano, from our perspective, the way we grew up, we wanted to tell our side of the story. You know, the blacks were doing it, so we wanted, hey, this is how it goes down in the barrio, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and that's how it started. That's how I started getting into the writing this kind of music. But prior to that, we were doing DJing, and then Rich Rock was rapping, kind of like East Coast rap. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, let's say, eh, probably middle school. Yeah. yeah, we're really young. Yeah, still doing 13, it. I'm still doing it, bro. Still doing it. How does it yeah. feel being independent? Still doing it, cause you're still independent, right? Yeah, yeah, it feels great, bro. It feels great, um, because I love to, I, I love to do it. You know, I just love the music. I still have a passion for it. And like we had the passion back then, and I still have it. You know, I look at what's coming out new, and I just, it motivates me, bro. Yeah. So I'm, I'm blessed, bro. I'm, I'm a happy. You know, I'm happy to continue to do music, and I. I tell my girl and I tell people I'm gonna be 80 years old making beats, homie. Like I just love it. And it's dope because beats is something that you're. Why you call that? There's no time for beats. There's no time for sounds. Like no. If you're like you could hear it. it it's endless. It, exactly that. And yeah. I think that's a good thing about music. Like even producing, like even podcasting for me mm -hmm. is new. But there's a lot of things that I could put into this program, oh, yeah. into this, and it just keeps me going. Yeah. And with the music too, like I've been doing it for almost like ten years. That's good. Or, man. Around there, and till today I'm still, you know, I'm still motivated by myself too. Cause you gotta be more motivated by yourself, cause it's hard now to get support from anybody, you know. And it's crazy that you guys got good support back then, coming yeah. from different areas of Harbor area. Yeah. How how was that back then? Man, back then it was it was it was it was a good feeling, man. And um, you know, it was it was new, you know, the mm. whole the Chicano rap that they end up labeling it. It's just something different. And, it was cool, man. It was fun. I remember uh, a memory of walking home from Carson High. I remember when we released Soy 18 with the bullet, the 12-inch. And I remember walking and cars driving by, bumping, Orale, ese, let's load the shotgun. You know, hearing it. And I'm walking, you know, with, with my friend. I don't know if I was by myself with a couple friends, but I'm like, man, they don't, know, they don't even know that's our record, you know? Yeah. People, we just, you know, it's uh, everything spread word of mouth back then. Yeah, you know, yeah. and just out the trunk. Kind of like, that's what Murray did for us. You know, kind of like Easy e you know, independent. He would go to the barrios, give out, hey, check this out, you yeah, know, yeah. to all the hoods, all, all the Mexican barrios, and they and that's how it spread, bro. You know, hey, here, check this out, check this out. And before you know it, it just, it was a big deal. I mean, I remember, um, matter of fact, we're here in Lomita. I remember there used to be, I don't know if it was Music Plus, 
record stores. We don't even have them anymore. But and I remember going to the store because the owners, one of our homies said, hey, told the owner, I know these guys because they had our tape. Mm. And then he brought us over there. And I remember walking in, and this is just crazy because the whole, you know how they have a setup? In one setup, I used to see this with Jay-Z, and it's all Jay-Z, yeah, the yeah. whole setup. Well, they had us, it was 18 with a bullet, all a single. The whole thing, the whole thing full. So I remember, and so yeah, it takes me back. It was a good feeling, bro. Just to represent for, you know, for the Hampton, like for for our culture. Yeah, yeah. I was proud of it. You know. We think about nowadays. I feel like me personally, I feel like Mm -hmm. we're in a good state for music and for Mm -hmm. a lot. There's a lot of unity in Wilmington or Harbor area. I'm a big Harbor area supporter. Hell yeah. I try to help everybody, and I see everybody coming together now. Yeah, you know it's a long time coming. Like if you notice on that album, and even the um, even the reintroduction, not the reintroduction on my solo album, but there's a song called Harbor Area, and that's my song. And and, and you know two one three one zero is the area code. Better watch your back. Better be strapped if you're on the wrong side of the track. Harbor Area, a click from LA. So my thing was always, it was like you said, I was always proud of the Harbor Area. Yeah. That was what it was about for me. Like get, put it on the map. And not just Carson, where I come from, like, because I had homies in Wilmington, Wilmas, and family, you know, San Pedro. My thing was the whole, you know, the whole area, the whole harbor area. And, yeah, now in 2000, 2022, I'm, like, kind of proud because back then it wasn't as easy, bro, yeah. to get, like, somebody from Wilmington to collaborate with someone from Carson. You know, there was a lot of the gang. You know, the gang, yeah, you know it's yeah, a gang yeah. culture in the 90s, bro, so it was difficult. So, uh... I'm glad, like, now people are, like, getting together. Yeah, yeah. I think we're still a long way, but it's starting. Something. So I'm, 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 I like, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's like, the new school. Nah, man, I embrace it all. Yeah. It keeps me, grow. I grow with it. I learn. I'm still, I'm all, I always say I'm a lifelong learner. And uh, so what you're doing, like, even you, you know, you rap. You're, you're, you're an extension of what we did. And so I, I'm glad you're doing it, bro, and you keep it going, you know. And, and I like seeing the unity. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You know, like that's pretty dope. Like, like as I was going through you guys' um mm-hmm. catalog, your artists, the your artists too, everybody in your label. Yeah, you guys as a team or a group, you guys are all solid. You guys all got oh, so much you. potential. Like I said, Johnny D, that we got bars mm-hmm. for like ever for mm-hmm. days. I saw your production. You got it. Your, thank you. You got your vocals too. Um, Andy means he was one of the ones that I call. I learned you had a buzz like way back then oh, yeah. when I was starting. But so hey. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I knew he had like kind of like a buzz going, and that's crazy that he's Spanish right now. All of you. Yeah, guys. yeah, I got a crazy story. Uh, you know, there was a long time I don't know if Johnny talked about it, but you know, the whole uh, when I put him in the group, the second generation Spanish fly with him, Fino, and my uh, my nephew Ace, and then uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Fino. Rest in peace, um, Fino. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I discovered Johnny at a party. He was rapping. He and he was dope. He was lyrics, like you said, he was very talented. You mm-hmm. know, as an MC, as a as a rapper. So when I put him in the group, um, we did all that and we did shows and everything, and then uh, I don't know, 2019 maybe we 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 there was a lot of time we didn't talk for a long time. You know, he was busy with his family, me too. Yeah. And then we we like we linked back up, and that's when um I was gonna do his album, his project, cause I wanted to do more production. I've yeah. always produced since the 90s, but I I got like a new hunger for it, and uh, yeah, and then he had mentioned I've known I known of Andy Means for for a while. You know he's he's a dope MC, yeah. And I know I learned from him of him through Concrete, mm. you know, shoots videos. He told me about him years yeah. back. So Johnny and him, I think we're talking, and then you know I always thought about like you know bringing the group back, you know, Spanish Fly. But I wanted to 
add like um, seasoned vets, like good lyricists, you know, yeah. guys that, that are really good, you know, that, that kind of took the game and evolved with it, you yeah. know, for as a Chicano and a Latino, just getting better with your skills. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and I mean, so, you know, I, I, I wanted to put guys on the team that, that were like seasoned vets and that, that were evolving the, the, the genre of Chicano rapper, just hip hop with their skills, you know, that were getting better and better yeah, yeah. lyrically. So um, that's when I thought of like memes, you know, like um, Johnny mentioned him and I was like, you know what, he's really good. Like as far as music goes and his lyrics, he, he knows how to put them together well. Yeah. So um, that's how that came about. And then I always, um, the group Mexiclan, you know, out of San Pedro, man, uh, we go way back, you know, um, when Pocos Pero Locos days, we did the tours together and uh, with Leon, rest in peace. You know, Leon's voice was unique, bro. You know, I, I, I did songs with him in the studio, and I'm blessed that he came to my studio in Carson. Oh, and we did music together, you know. And um, Mox was, he has his own style. So I kind of thought, like, you know, he's good, too. He has a good sound, his voice. He puts good raps together. He does the Spanglish, Inglés Español. Yeah. So that's kind of how I put that together. And then I wanted to do the production, and then I rap here and there, but I wanted them to be front and center, you know. You like, you enjoy doing the production? And I think that's a good thing, like, because you run the label, you don't really have to do the rapping. No. Nah. You could really help out your homie or whoever mm -hmm. you you do the back, background. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Like, how you feel about that? Like, you feel it's a lot of work, too, or it's just more yeah, chill for you? You know what? It's, uh, no, it's work. It's work. Um, I always like to, even back then when we did shows, I liked it, but I realized for me, I like being in the background more producing. Yeah. You know, so when I did my solo thing, you know, I did shows and all that, and it was cool, it's fun, but being in the studio and producing and engineering, that to me was, I love that, man. I just enjoyed it, you know, so for this, it's, it's it doesn't even seem like work sometimes because I enjoy it. Yeah, you know, you're I like spend the hours. learning experience yeah. type of I mean, you could ask my girl, she'd probably get mad, they hate it, you know, because, oh, you're still in the studio, you know, but, yeah, I I, you know, you can get lost in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoy it. I gotta say I do enjoy it probably more, bro, and just creating the music, engineering it, and then getting these guys to do the raps and and sometimes the raps they come with, man, it excites me. Like, man, you guys killed that, you know. So mm. I like to to help these guys, man, and then so they can shine too. Yeah, you know? yeah, cause I be doing production too sometimes. That's yeah, good. And I enjoy it cause like my homies they be getting down with the bars too, and yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, like that's just you get dope. excited, right? Yeah, 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 like a good feeling for everybody. Cause yeah, man, teamwork. Everybody got the same energy. Everybody's on it. Because yes. sometimes there's some artists that they just be, like, wasting time. Like, when you go to studio time, I don't know you when it's, like, they're paying you, like, an hour. Yeah. And they're just wasting time, like. Yeah, just wasting time there. And then you, as a producer, you you don't know what to tell them. Like, are you going to record? But then at the end of the day, it's, like, you're paying you. Like, you're doing your job, I mean, you know? Yeah. So it gets difficult. But um, for those that don't know, like, who is Esa Dash? Um, for those who don't know... Esa Daz is, uh, well, let's start from the beginning, right? Yeah. What does Esa Daz mean? Or yeah, yeah. Daz. So I started off, it was just Daz. It used to be DJ Daz. It was a DJ. And it comes from David David Arellano Zamora. So that's my name, bro. My name is David. My uh, last name's Arellano. And my mother's last name is Zamora with a Z. Yeah. So that's where Daz comes from. You know, so, and they used to call me Daz in the neighborhood, man, as a, you know, growing up, middle school. What's up, Daz? You know? So I had the name for a long time. You know, and I say that because there is another Daz from Long Beach. You know, Snoop's so, cousin. Yeah, yeah, right? I was about to say, do yeah. you have to do anything with that? You have anything? Yeah, we did a record together, but but I remember at the time, I I mean, my record came out in 1990, maybe. So my name was already on there, right? So 
You know, I was inviting nobody. You know, I didn't know of him at the time. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Snoop Dogg blew up, you know? So, that's Dillinger, you know? But the beauty of it is that over time, you know, um, when I was on Pocos Pero Locos, we ended up doing a record together. It's called Burning Down the House. It's on the Crimes of Agony album. With um, Daz, right? Yeah, so yeah, me and Daz. Mm-hmm, black and brown, you know? Like, they talk about unity and that, but we've been trying to be united, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, we did that record, man. That was a good experience, man. He's a talented guy and good dude, man. Uh, yeah, um, where'd you grow up at? I grew up in Carson, Harbor area primarily. Um, when I was, I think, let me see, maybe in the beginning we were in Wilmington. We lived in Wilmington and for a little bit. Um, and then eventually we moved to Carson. And then that's where I kind of went to, uh, you know, Carnegie Middle School and then Carson High School. Yeah, so that's kind of where I grew up, man. Um, the whole Harbor area, but primarily, you know, city of Carson. Yeah. H-A. H-A, man. Yeah. Um, when you got into the rap game, do you ever talk about it was going to be that hard? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to bring it back to the yeah, Chicano but, rap. It's yeah, always yeah. A, a topic. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, like, the, you still label Chicano <coughs> rap? You build your own. How, how is it nowadays? How do you feel? Is it dead? Uh, Isn't Chicano rap is dead? You know what? I, I don't think, um, well, let's start from the beginning. Like I, like I said, um, you know, what I mentioned earlier, we never, when we made this music and you know, we never said we're making Chicano rap, you know, we just, we were just Mexican Americans in the neighborhood in the Harbor area wanting to talk about what we were seeing, you know, where, whether it was police brutality, the drugs, the gangs, you know, the things we were seeing and we hung out with some homies that were crazy, you know, yeah. didn't necessarily mean that we had to be the ones doing the, the dirt, you know, but we were around it. So we kind of talked about it. And um, so at the time we didn't, we were just making hip hop. We were just Latino kids, Chicanos making hip-hop. We never thought about Chicano rap. Eventually, they named it Chicano rap, right? So we embraced it. You know, we are Chicano, so I'm not going to... People have different opinions. Yeah. For me, I'm not like, oh, fuck that. I'm not Chicano rap. I don't do that because then I would be spitting on myself because I'm part of that. You yeah. know? So I embraced it, and there's a beauty to it, bro. There's a lot of talent that came from that, right? Like Spanish Fly. From that, what? Little Rob. You know, he's one of the dudes. He's... One of the guys is a pillar of it, you yeah. know. Regardless of what people think, the guy is the guy. Done, he took it far, you know, and he's still doing it. Yeah. So I feel like there's history there, and so I embrace it. Um, could it be a bad thing? I think so. Like sometimes you get labeled right, and then they oh, you're just you gotta rap here, and you know, rap is up here. But things like that happen. I mean, you have if you look at it, they use it to separate people anyway, like Republican, Democrat, exactly. Pol- politics, bro. Why do they use that? They separate people. It's the way it's the way things are, so I don't. I'm not mad at it. What do I think of it now? I think I think it's evolved. I think a lot of it. Um, a lot of these guys are good. You know, you like, feel like we broke that barrier because now we got Latin trap, as you could say. I guess that's another yeah. genre. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so, bro. I think um, I think it's come a long way, and I think you know um, like you said, they got Latin trap. You got you got guys now that like well, you got Cap G. Or certain guys that are able to look different, yeah, right? Yeah, and not, yeah. not 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 necessarily have to be the cholo. Now there's there's avenues, you know, where I think it's a good thing. I think yeah. you know you're able to do to do you, and people respect it. And now you get record deals. Like you know, it's, it's I think it's um it's a good thing, bro. I think it's it's getting better little by little. Do I think that you know we're far from reaching whatever people wanted to reach? Yeah, maybe, but I don't look at it like that. I don't look yeah. at it like, oh, we need to get here. And I just look at it like, bro, just keep doing what you love, and, and it'll take care of itself. You yeah, know what it's I mean? been a long way for, yeah. like we said, that. Yeah, it's been a long way. 
And then the, well, the last thing about just for me, because I come from the era of the Chicano rap. Okay. I started hearing Mr. Capone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I know he's not Chicano or whatever, yeah. but, like, me personally, mm-hmm. that's why I, I was, it fucked me up, you know, so what yeah. is Chicano, you know, because yeah. I know he ain't. Right. But he's one, like you said, Little Rob is a pillar for Chicano mm-hmm. rap, but then you can't. But yeah, so he's there. He yeah. did a lot for. Yeah, he did a lot. You know, he independent, whatever, how he ever did it, he, he made himself, an, he, he made a name for himself. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people, they, you mention Chicano rap, they're going to mention Capone, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you you know you got to give him his credit too. Like and he, then all his label made like Criminal Pink. Yeah, like everybody. a lot of guys, Yeah, a lot of people that that came from that branch. It's yeah, like yeah. everyone has a branch, right? Yeah, like exactly. Our, our branch, you got Little Rob, Shadow, Night Owl, Little One. All those guys, bro. Believe it or not, came from Familia Records. Mm. Down, Lean Mister Lean like a cholo. Oh, well, that was he that. Came from well, he he came from Familia Records. Oh, yeah. So that's a lot of things got to realize that when you say, well, we ain't make. Nah, we did big things. A lot of these guys, people consider them legends, right? Like, yeah. so there's branches. Yeah, so yeah. we've done the game. We've done a lot. That's why people don't win. Nah, you gotta be proud of what we've accomplished. We've done it, and then you say you got Caponis, and you got Mr. Criminal, and they continue, right? Yeah, like yeah. branches, bro. Yeah. Like from our branch, we got Johnny D now. You know, you got. So it's a beautiful thing, even though not everyone collaborates. But I, I for me, I got love for everybody. So I don't. I'm not one of those guys that won't mention them, you know. Because yeah. that's. I think we have a problem. My era, of I don't want to mention homie. Fuck mm. that. Fuck him. And and that's a problem for our culture, bro. We do that a lot. Yeah. For me, I get props, bro. I, even if they diss me, I don't care. Like it. I look at it like, you know, I keep it real. You know, he's done a lot of good things. And I don't. For me, be, even if he's not Chicano, I don't. I don't trip on that stuff. You know. Yeah. He 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 did it well, and he's doing his thing. So. More power to him, you know. And right. whoever's doing it, like you doing your thing, we're all we're all we're all rasa, bro. And so, I got nothing but love for that. Oh, you uni- unity. That's all we need. Unity. Yeah, I saw you got Spanish on documentary. Yeah, so that documentary, Spanish Fly, the one that's out in 2019. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Amazon Prime. Check it out. We'll put the link and all that. Put the link. If you got Amazon Prime, you watch it for free. It's a good doc, and yeah, and there we kind of talk about the beginning. Uh, the roots of Spanish Fly, and you know, we talk about my homie as a rich rock. We go into a little bit of the DJing time, you know, when we're DJing and things like that. Um, so it's a it's a really good doc, um, done by like USC students. Um, my boy Jamal was part of that. My boy uh, Dave, you know, and uh, so yeah, that's a good one. And right now we're in the process of starting the part two of it because I feel like in that doc it takes you a little bit. The to this era, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the, tr- I, I, I always say it's like the trust no man era, <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a lot of missing, right? Because from there, you still got the second generation with Johnny D and and Fino rest in peace and the shows Pocos Pero Locos, all that. So the second one, it's gonna go into that a little bit of that, yeah, yeah, and then a little bit about our private life and like you know what we do now, and a lot of uh, I want to show like a lot of um, not all political, but like. What was going on during the time of the late eighties and the nineties? The struggle. Yeah, all the struggle, the you know, the gang time, but not only that, political was happening. You had a lot of police brutality happening back then too. So I wanna show that. And then um kinda like a roadmap roadmap for the kids, bro, like how you can be successful in your own way depending on the choices you make. So it's it's I won't give too much away, but it's gonna be it should be pretty good. Yeah, it, seems, it sounds interesting because... Like they all independent, you know. So like, yeah. Especially when you're doing everything independent, that feeling that the whole project when you get to see at the end, yeah, it's like 
like you said, legendary girls are like le- legendary status at this point. And Thank I was gonna you, bring that up too. Um, maybe in the future you guys are gonna have like a, what, another generation of Spanish fly and then another generation. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like, you know. Yeah. And you guys are have a trajectory going and mm-hmm. going, and mm-hmm. it looks like you're not gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, probably not. That's what I wanted to start, man. Because like you said, um, after we, if you watch the first documentary, it, it kind of shows how we kind of started, and right when we started, it ended because um, we were gonna start do we were gonna do a show with Cypress Hill. It was set up. And that would have probably took us to another level. Yeah. And so a lot of things happened within us. You know, you had a lot of things happening back then, like pitfalls, drugs, and and somehow our group just... Life. Yeah, it broke up, you know, and it's just like, damn, you know, you think about it now. Um, but when that happened, that kind of motivated me to, like, do part two, like, to do the uh, second generation. Yeah. I'm like, man, I got to keep it going. I always I always wanted to keep it going. I, you know, there's something good out of this, you know, and let's keep, let's keep going, keep pushing. And so that's how... I continued, and then now with the reintroduction, with the, you know, memes and all that, and Mokes and Johnny. But like you said, who knows, right? One day, when we're gone, maybe our kids or someone is going to Someone going to take continue. that pedal. Hopefully, and, you know? Right? That's, yeah, yeah, beautiful that's thing, pretty dope. I saw you met um, Pharrell. You had a conversation with him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Any uh, good advice or what, what you learned from him? You know what? He's, um, he's a good producer, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, he's good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the Grammys. I he, forget the yeah. year that it was, 2000 and was it can't remember the year exactly um and uh at the time my boy frank his name was frank not not from the group but there's another guy frank he um we went i went with him we went to the grammys and yeah i had a lot of people there a lot of people michael jackson's brother was there you know you see all these people like wow shit you know but um yeah on the way out i see pharrell and i go up to him and he's really cool bro shook my hand we took a picture together and you know, talk to him real quick. He, he's on the go, so, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, uh, yeah, you know, with him, the combo wasn't long, but it was more like, you know, keep it, you know, keep uh, keep going. Like, you know, that's what's up. Keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing. So uh, what I learned from him was, like, just just do. Like, you know, don't be scared of failure, bro. Just, you know, don't don't think of, like, you know, oh, I, I need to win that Grammy. No, no, just do what you love, and it'll all take care of itself. You know, yeah, sometimes I feel like self-accomplishment feels way better than another... For sure. Like, with Grammy, like... Yeah, you know, yeah, like, for what? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. And so that's kind of what I learned from him. And, you know, he's a talented producer, bro. Exactly. You know? He's um, like, so. what, Diamond? He, didn't go, he got Diamond. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he, he got it, you know? Yeah, he's... That guy's there. So it was it was, it was, it was cool meeting him, you know? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people there who... You know, all the people that were there, man. Like I said, uh, Michael Jackson's brother was there and... Just seeing, being there around all those people, you know, you learn how they, they're dealing with executives and labels, and, you know, I'm just taking it in. Yeah. Oh, man, you know. Um, I saw you have a project called Prince of the H.A.? Oh, yeah, yeah. My oh. album, yeah. Oh, that's your album? Yeah, that's my uh, solo album, The Prince of the Harbor Area. When was that released? That was, that was released, like, I want to say 2017. Oh, not that long ago. Nah, so. not that long ago, bro. You did the whole production. I like the cover. That's what I come out. Oh, the cover? Yeah. yeah, the cover's cool. Yeah. <laughs> On that one, um, there was also a time when, you know, I started producing in, like, 90s, right? Um, with, with the Trust No Man, I produced for this guy, Little Chill, who's, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, Compton's Most Wanted. Remember that group out of Compton? MC8. I don't know if you... Yeah, yeah so the Compton's Most Wanted, there's a guy named Chill from that group. This is his little brother, Little Chill. Familia Records released his album. I produced on that album. Mm. So I was producing in the 90s. And then uh, there was a time when I was rapping more. And then my nephew, I have a nephew, man. Alex Puente is a really good musician. 
you know, um, branches. Once again, you know, when we come from a, a long yeah. line of musicians, and he was a talented uh, musician, man, a producer too. So on that album, I kind of was like, you know, I want to do something different. So I, I you know, he produced a lot on that. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was kind of fun at the time because it's someone different production and then you know you get a different feel of how to write to things. So it was a good experience, bro, like to do that album. And then um, he went to the military and that's where he's at now. And so, which was good because it's kind of like, damn, what do I do now? Yeah. So I went back to the roots and I started producing it once again. Learning yourself yeah, again, learning again. Yeah, yeah, man. Got that feeling back. Oh yeah. Uh, I was looking through. I think I don't know if it was your first single, the Spanish Flight. You 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 were saying. You had it on the big disc? Mm-hmm. What was this called? Which one the was record that? player? The one that you put on the, the little stick and... The turntable. Yeah. You guys had a project in that? Or you just had... Like I a, wonder which one that was. What you was had like a side A and side B and then like a couple tracks on the, on the big... What was the cover? You don't remember? Nah, I just saw the disc and it was like kind of like brownish in the middle. But it was like on a big record. Was that like the whole... I don't know if it was like your project. You guys took it out like that? Because I know you what said... Was, uh, what was the song on there? Do you remember? Nah. It was just like way back. Was the turntable on there? Nah, it was just a disc. Those those songs were on the disc. I wonder what it was called. Um, yeah, well, not, I, not this album. It might have been. What's the? Nah. What was on the actual CD? It wasn't the CD. It was just like the big on record player, and then it was like kind of brown with the words, like the track, like three tracks, six tracks. Fuck. You know, cause there's so much. I'm just wondering, like, who put it out? Cause there's a lot. Of, some guys also put out music. They were bootlegging. Um, we, yeah, people were bootlegging. How, how did you guys take it? Was it good or bad? The bootlegging. Yeah, cause I know, it, like, for me, like, I got my own content, you know. So yeah, like, yeah, I would yeah. hate if somebody took away yeah, my content. Um, you know? I mean, you know, there's 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 rumors, you know, years ago that there was an artist that was bootlegging our project, um, but I don't really, you know, rest in peace to this, to this artist. But I heard he was kind of bootlegging some of our project, Spanish Fly, back then. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. At the time, man, you know, you're young, you're a knucklehead. I was really mad about it. Yeah, I was yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I was mad about it. So I don't know if that's what you're talking about. Um, um, I, I, Yeah, I don't know. But they were bootlegging our stuff. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. And um, the new single, Hugo. Oh, Hugo, okay. That one was really dope. You um, like it? Yeah, yeah um, I think Johnny D was trying to promote his live on in the last podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hadn't seen it at that time, but okay, the I, video. Got, I was able to check it out. Yeah, man, thanks. You guys were hard. Yeah, that's but a good one, bro. Hugo's a, it's a good record, bro. And it looks like you guys still got that Hugo, you know? You just got you that got juice. got the juice. Yeah, you guys <laughs> got the juice. We're drinking the juice, man. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, that, that, uh, the whole, the Spanish Fly album, the new one, the reintroduction was fun to do. Like I said, it's just getting these guys and just being in the studio with them, you know? You, you learn and they get down, they're good. Yeah. So that was a fun album. Um, and then the Johnny, the Johnny D, the Big Dark Status. Yeah, that, that one's one dope, too. man. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed doing that album. Um, that's where Hugo's on, and uh, you got Hugo, 90s, and all that. But yeah, Hugo's a, is, is a dope record. I love that record, man. Yeah, I got a couple of the songs on my playlist, so you know, you guys better, um, not better, but check it out at yeah. Straight Faded Podcast. Okay. I'll post a link. I got, like, I'm going to add some of your songs, too. Oh, like, thanks, bro. Yeah. Just let me know which ones you like, or what singles yeah, you want me to promote. I'll, you know, I'll add man. them to the playlist, but yeah, yeah, you just have a lot of... I appreciate production. that, man. I, I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, production's like, I, man, I, I fell back in love with it, like I said. And, you know, um, man, I just can't wait to, you know, I just sold my pad. So, so my equipment is like, ah, oh, fuck. But um, I'm starting to connect it again and get in the studio again. Yeah, just, I feel like once you set up everything, you're, you're going to be ready. Ideas, you're going to be, yeah. Man. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot of good stuff coming, man. You know, we got, uh, like I said, if you haven't uh, heard the reintroduction, 
Get that album. If you haven't heard Big Dog Status by Johnny D, I produced it. Peep it out. Tell me what you think. The old school, Trust No Man. And then we got some new surprises. The new documentary coming soon with a soundtrack on there that I'm working on. New music for that. Um, and then some surprises, man, with, with some OGs, you know. <laughs> I'll just say that he's one of the... One of the guys that I respect in the game, my boy Little Rob, you know, we got surprises coming, so uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Mm-hmm. No, um, any more shout-outs before we end this? Um, yeah, you know, I want to shout-out to you for your podcast. Thank, Thank you, you for having me, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, Johnny D, my boy Johnny D, the John whole Harvard area, my boy Triggs, that's a rich rock, the whole Spanish Five family means, Monks, and my family, the Ariano family. And if I missed you, man, if I didn't mention you, man, you know, I got love for you. My girl... Gotta say hi. Uh, what's up to my girl? Big shout out to my girl. That's the number one. And my daughter, man. I just had a. Uh, she's a year and change right now. So, uh, my daughter, my daughter, uh, Scarlet right. Snow, man. Shout so, out to her. I got yeah, little man. daughter. Well, my oh, little daughter. Yeah. She's yeah. Oh, quick, man. Too. She looks like she's four. That's growing up quick, you know. But you know what, bro? That's crazy, cause uh, you know, sometimes on your iPhone, I don't know if you if you ever do videos, they pop up sometimes. Like the iPhone just does it for you. Yeah. And the other day it popped up and. Man, she was so small, you know, like two, three months, and then it goes and goes, and it's like, I got emotional, bro. I'm like, yeah, memories like year, everything. I'm like, oh no, and then everyone tells me, take advantage, bro. My daughter is 13 now, and I'm like, oh fuck. They're like, it goes quick. They don't even follow you no more at that age. They want to do their man. own thing. I know. Right now she's small. I, I gotta get in the studio too. <laughs> oh, that'd be dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> I try getting my kids on it, but they're still, you know, shy and all that. But Hell yeah. That's dope, you know. Um, any you got any links you wanna promote? Before? Um, just, yeah, the, um, I got the, um, the IG, right? It's, 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 um, Spanish Fly. I think it's, a uh, Spanish Fly Dash 110 South. Um, and then from there, you can find me on YouTube. I think my YouTube link. is linked. Yeah, you can send me the link. I'll, I'll send it to you, man. Yeah, yeah you for can, sure. Uh, post it. I'm not really, I, I go on there sometimes. I'm more like, I, I don't like going on there much because it, it, keep, it, it keeps me from producing, bro. Yeah. When I produce, I just kind of stick. Yeah, I try to be offline yeah. now. It's hard, like, right? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes we got to network and just yeah, move it. I talk to the kids a lot, you know, I, I counsel a lot of kids, and, and when I talk to them, I'm like, man, that's social media, man. We didn't grow up with that. I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys got to work extra hard to do something, because they're always on the phone, bro. And then they just get stuck there, and then when it comes to the real world, or the real world, mm-hmm. like, when you got you got to learn how to oh, yeah. maneuver over there, too, because it's not the same as online. Oh, yeah. You got to unplug sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, thank you for pulling up. You know, it was nice. That's what's up, Interview, bro. man. Like, thank you, Hopefully, man. you can come back again. We could I'll come back, bro. Work together, sure. too, on your production. Hell yeah, like, let's, let's get or down, Or produce bro. something together. I'll be producing, too, you know? Yeah, I'm down. We could do whatever. We'll work Either on something. Work. Then big shout-out to Johnny D, Mox, everybody from Spanish Fly. That's what's up, man. Ebolio Fader, Estadas, and we out. Love his hat, man, 310. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. You're Peace.